What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Clutch Picks Against the Spread. Week 12 coming at you. Little recap of week 11. We did pretty damn well, if I do say so myself. My lock hit. Nico's lock hit. Jock's lock hit. Pertle didn't. Pert had Vikings money line. Little homer pick. Didn't mind it at the time as we got closer to game time. Was a little iffy. We'll let him talk to you about that. My lock was a three-unit bomb on the Commanders. I got him at minus two and a half Sunday night. We knew that game was hit, and I had a little side bet with our with our friend Rudy over at Rudy G Bets. He owes, now owes me a bottle, a nice bottle of Buffalo Trace. Can't wait to suck that down on Friday night. Other than that, pretty good week. Not too much going on. A little upset. It is Monday. So keep in mind, we are recording on a Monday. We got people driving all over the place for the holidays. So we do not have the injury reports for this week. Pay attention to the Twitter, the Action Network for updates. We will keep you updated as the week goes on. That being said, Jockey, how was your week? Honestly, I'm not too worried about the past. I hit a lock, and I'm not going to dwell on it. They're <laughs> rare. They're rare. 24-hour rule. It's a 24-hour rule. I lived it up. Um, but it's one of my favorite weeks of the entire year. It's Thanksgiving. I eat like a total jackass, and I'm proud of it. You know, as Corey said, we have people driving all over the place. Corey's in Virginia will be joining us back in Pennsylvania. Colin in Philadelphia will be joining us in northeastern Pennsylvania as well. So the boys are all going to be back. We'll be throwing plays out on Twitter. That's for sure. You know, lots of knowledge getting thrown around this weekend, but uh, excited to get the plays out on the pod. Nico, how about yourself? I had, I had the Titans Thursday. I had their plus three spread, plus three and a half spread, and I had their money line. That obviously hit. Then I I tailed Corey with the Washington. I really didn't have that much money up this week. I also had Justin Fields over rushing yards, which I mean that that the past three weeks, I mean that has been complete cheddar. It was at like seven, like it's always always like set at like seventy, and he just like just rushes like over hundred yards each week. So I mean, yeah. look into that this week if he plays. I know he got banged up a little bit, but yeah, I mean a good, good overall week. All right, Bert, how'd you do this week? Yeah, it was a fucking ugly weekend. Uh, just like CBS did, I myself turned off the Vikings from national TV. It was fucking horrendous. NFC North has not been my friend so far. What am I? 0-3? Not, not good. Not good. But hey, we got Thanksgiving coming up. We got the World Cup on. Vibes are well. Let's hope the fucking... I could keep it that way at least. But who knows? <laughs> the way things have been going. Yeah, not well. Viking, I don't even want to talk about it. The Vikings got fucking, <laughs> they got fucking ass whooped. That's all I got to say. Ass whooped. That's all I could say, I guess. Ugly. So like I said earlier, what we're going to do is break down the Thursday games and then give you our locks. Keep it short. Keep it sweet. I just want to run down our locks of the week record to keep everybody square. So first up, we got Nico at seven, three and one. Jock at five and seven. Pert at three and three. And Corey, myself, at seven and four. Happy Thanksgiving. Let's get into it. So like Jock mentioned, this is our favorite week of the year. We get to sit down on a Thursday, drink some beers, eat some food, and watch three football games. So for this week, we're not bringing any guests on. We're going to try to keep this as quick as we can. We're, we're in tough spirits. You know, we all heaved USA money line and a tough draw, eight minutes left in the, in, in the match. That, that was rough. You know, so we're going to try to get through this, bring some energy for you guys. And hopefully we can make some money on Thursday. Hey, Corey, and listen, I want to butt in here because I'm excited for the first game of the, of, of Thanksgiving. Bills-Lions, Dan Campbell's got his boys fired up. 
he's got his boys fired up. We were shitting on Dan Campbell in the beginning of the year in that stupid hard knock show. Uh, we thought he was just one big crock of shit. Turns out he's got a plan and he's got his boys playing well. Uh, but there's one play I love in this and I don't care about value. I, and uh, I don't really care. I don't care. I won't look. I'll just click it and send it because it's a 1230 game and I want to root for somebody. And that's Stefan Diggs. And his ass is getting in the end zone. It could be minus two two thousand. I'm still betting it. He's getting in there. You could walk that to the ATM. Yeah, Jock, I really like this. And as you said, I'm going to give you the lines real quick. We have Buffalo at Detroit right now. Buffalo is minus nine all across the board. Besides FanDuel, you get a minus nine and a half. Over-under is 53, 53 and a half, 54. Jock, I really like this play. I feel like this is going to be a high-scoring game. This is a game where Buffalo gets back on the bus after, you know, almost kind of an iffy game last week against the Browns, too. I thought they should have dominated that game after the Vikings. This is one. They have time. They are in Detroit. They have time to adjust. They have time to get their minds right. I think Buffalo puts up a shit ton of points here. A shit Corey, ton of points. Corey, funny play on words because they were in Detroit. Yeah. Yep. So yep. they're just legitimately getting on the bus. They don't yeah. have oh, to travel anywhere. That's right. Um, nice. They are right there. They are already in Detroit. Snow pushed them in Detroit. They are there. They're they're used to everything. So I'm not sure how, if that affects the line at all. I don't think so. Um, but I just wanted to say that this is back-to-back weeks playing in Detroit. Bill's Mafia yeah, might still be there. I actually kind of like Detroit in this game, plus nine and a half. Josh Allen has six interceptions in the last three games. And for some odd reason, which I thought was kind of odd, was Detroit fired their – second uh cornerbacks coach and i was like dude like why like, what, what's the point you guys stink anyways and their defense hasn't playing really good recently ever since that coach got fired and i think josh allen if it, probably over 0.5 interceptions is probably free money for that i do like detroit in this game i don't know why because detroit's usually awful on thanksgiving they're like 37 like 45 or something like that we looked at it earlier but i mean plus nine and a half i'll take it all right, so for the next game, that was the 12.30 game. Next game's at 4.30. I might be asleep by then, but I promise you, my ass will be up watching this football game, another high spread. We have the New York Giants at the Dallas Cowboys. Right now, Cowboys are minus nine all across the board, minus eight and a half in Fandle, so kind of opposite what we're seeing with Buffalo and Detroit. Over-unders at 44 and a half. Looks very stagnant there, not moving. Guys, I'm going to tell you here, I had a very tough time looking at this line and not wanting to hammer the Giants. Cowboys, I know Cowboys just put up 40 points. I think that might have been an anomaly, not the status quo. We have seen Cowboys struggle. This is a divisional matchup. One thing I like here, too, is the under. I mean, I could, I 44 and a half points, it's not a lot of points, but I don't think this is going to be a fucking shootout. This might be a tough game on the ground, two teams that are not afraid to run the fucking ball, but... If you're give, telling me the Giants are nine-point underdogs, maybe because it's on the road, but, dude, nine points is a lot. Both of these teams, seven and three, coming into this game, playoff implications on the line, huge divisional matchup, seven and three overall, seven and three against the spread, very similar uh, on on paper, but I shouldn't say very similar, but you know, Cowboys are obviously a little bit better team. Strength of schedule probably goes to the Cowboys. I know the, the Giants have a tough stretch here coming up, but – Nine's a lot in a divisional game, and I think this comes down to uh, Daniel Jones 
and his legs. I'm not going to say his arm, his legs. Uh, those pass rushers in Dallas uh, are going to, uh, they could chew up anybody. They could chew up any tackle in the league. And uh, Daniel Jones, if he could get outside the pocket and make them respect his legs and, and, and get upfield, they will cover the spread. If he's going to be a sack machine and just get chewed up, it, it might be a long night. But I'm going to go with Corey here. I trust the Giants and their game plan to cover that nine. It might be a backdoor, but in a divisional game, I just have to. Yeah, I actually am on the other side of this. The Giants have absolutely no one to throw the ball. And teams are starting to do what the what teams do the Titans is they stack it in the box. Yeah. And the Giants offensive line is not there yet to where they could try holding guys rushing from all over the place when they've eight in the box. Daniel Jones' best wide receiver right now is Re- I think his name's Reese Jones or Reese James or something like that. Kenny Galladay has been a dud all season. Saquon rushed fifteen rushes for twenty two yards last game. They, every single team is going to stack the box and forcing Daniel Jones to throw like the Detroit Lions did last week. He looked like his, his old self last week. He was throwing the ball over the place. I had two interceptions. So if you're going to stack the box and Cowboys are going to play, obviously play man with digs and the guy, other guy on the side. I mean, I, I just think the Cowboys are going to beat the shit out of them. That's just yeah. how I'm looking at it right now. One thing that I did have to really like dig into was the fact that the Giants are hurting at wide receiver, literally hurting at wide receiver. I don't even remember the guy's name. They just came out and said he someone got hurt Sunday. One of their DeMar- wide receivers. Demarcus Robinson, remember? Yeah, Sonny yeah. Robinson. Like their last healthy fucking wide receiver. Yeah. So obviously this is going a to Wondell be. A Robinson. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. A very Saquon heavy game. You know, and, and questions will arise on, on how much he can take. I think we've seen a lot of them this year. Dude, just the fact that we're getting nine points in the divisional matchup. I, I feel kind of silly to to not be on that heavy number. You know, I mean, it, it's very rare we see divisional matchups go over 10 points. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I mean, I just see the Giants going back to their old self. I see the Jets going back to their old self. And I see the Seahawks now going back to their old self. I, I see all three of these teams losing this week. Like, I just think that reality is finally starting to hit in the NFL and the good teams are shying away from the bad teams. And I think these, the Seattle, I, the roster should not – they should not be 6-4 and four right now. The Giants should not be there where they are, and the Jets should not be where they are. And I think there's the, the better teams are starting to divide to the, the mid-tier than low-tier. And I think that those three teams are mid-tier going to low-tier now. I would agree with that statement. I don't, I don't think that's, that's... – I mean, the Jets, the Jets had more punts than passing, passing completions. Yeah, and Zach I mean, Wilson what? still said that it wasn't his fault. He goes, do you Come think on. they hurt? <laughs> Come on. Now it is time – for our locks of the week. All right, Pert, you're up first, going right back to the well, right back, <laughs> right back to the one that hurt you. We have the New England Patriots at the Minnesota Vikings, the nightcap on my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. Right now, Minnesota, minus two and a half in DraftKings and FanDuel, minus three in Caesars and MGM. Over-under set at 42, 41 and a half, 42 and a half. Kind of fluctuating. Bert, what do you got? Yep, uh, just like the Bears who let me down. I'm going back to the other team that's always let me down my whole life, the Vikings. <laughs> minus three, I think, is this 
a buy low spot that I think is kind of disrespectful. Obviously, the Patriots are a good team. I'll give it to them. They got some weapons, but the main thing is they got fucking Mac Jones at quarterback. Who Mac Jones is just a joke. Every single game I watch, I'm like, how is this on that? How is this on TV? How could anyone just force themselves to watch this game? I'm really hoping that Thursday night is not like that, especially for a national holiday game. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I'm going Vikings. I think Jefferson will be eating a turkey like like Randy Moss has. I've always just seen. I just every Thanksgiving I see Randy Moss eating a turkey like, and I think. Jefferson's going to be like that. We're already 2-0 versus the AFC East. I think this should be minus 5. Like I said, it's a buy-low spot. Mac Jones has more interceptions than touchdowns. When they play the legit teams, like I see, they uh, they actually have lost. They play the Dolphins, lost. Ravens, lost. Packers. How do you lose the fucking Packers? That's all I got to say. That's a joke. Um, I'm going back to the team that fucked me. Knowing them, they'll fuck me again, but... Hey, it's Thanksgiving. Hopefully, I'll have a good time, and I'm going with Vikings minus three. Bertle, I got a question. Are you are you a Christmas guy or Thanksgiving guy? <laughs> Oof, that's a great question. Scotty P. Scotty P. He cooks up on uh. Shout out Scotty P. Yeah, he cooks for Christmas, but he doesn't cook for Thanksgiving. So, so there's you guys. Scott, he's a he's a great chef, I may say. So I think because of that, I'm gonna have to go Christmas. Yeah, well, well, back to the game, folks. Um, <laughs> Kirk Cousins playing on on national television on prime time. It's yeah, that's, yeah, I know, I know. It's <laughs> truly, it's truly unbettable for me. If it's if this game's at one o'clock, this line's probably minus six and a half, minus seven. Yeah. But it's it's, it's at eight twenty on Thanksgiving. I'm not betting this shit. If I'm going, <laughs> so I'm gonna put Patriots money line. And that's it. But I'm not going. Kirk Cousins, to, Kirk Kirk Cousins, Cousins prime just... time is just it's horrible. It's drinking I, Benadryl, just yeah, allergic yeah, to prime time. Yeah, I'm staying the hell away from this game. I can tell you that. Yeah, I, I mean, it could be ugly. That's my only fear. Since the Patriots, I think the only way the Patriots win, I think, is if it's a fucking slugfest, just like it was this past week for them against the Jets. I don't see them being the type of offense to put up numbers like the Vikings have. So, obviously, it's all on Kirk Cousins if he wants to perform, but if he doesn't, which, who knows, it is prime time, so we're probably fucked. So, hey, you're making me doubt my pick, but um, fuck it, take. baby. No, it's the Vikings. I'm not doubting it. It's the fucking Vikings, take. baby. Prime time. Kirk Cousins is changing the vibes. You Thanksgiving, baby. Let's go. No. Hot take. Patriots have the best defense in the NFL. Shut the fuck up. Bro, that's a, that's a lie. Why? Since they play the fucking Jets twice a year. They play these bum-ass teams that... The Colts? Just, yeah, the Colts. Like, come on. They're good. <laughs> Let me I'm see. Good. Here's they've The Bears, 33 they light up. Who else? The Ravens, 37. Dolphins, 20. Like, come on. When they play these legit teams, like Colts. Yeah, I wish I could play the Colts. 26-3. Jets, 10-3. Big whoop. That's okay. Hey, I'm... I'm- you know, teams we, with we, actual quarterbacks, they get their fucking asses spanked. And they're going to, Jefferson, what? Kirk Cousins is going to begin to turkey like and go right on fucking Bill Belichick's ass. That's all Parts I'm going to say. talk about ass this, this episode. <laughs> I'm going to tell you here, you know, get, getting back on track. I like this play a lot. I think this has to be a get right spot for the Vikings. It has to be. Yep. Um, I'm going to take them at two and a half in DraftKings. I actually just put it in. 
one unit. So I think uh, I think you're on the right track here. I think the fact that they did get blown out last week is why I like this so much. This has to be it. It has to be. The Vikings are a good team. They're they haven't team. lost back to back yet, team. and okay. I'm just betting on that again. They haven't let me down. I think this is a different team. Obviously, in years past, they've always let me down, but this year has been a little different. So I think get back game is right there. And I don't know. The Patriots are just fuck Boston, yo. Fuck Boston. Facts. Always fuck Boston. Nico, you're up next. Another one I like. We have the Denver Broncos at the Carolina Panthers. Say it with me. Fuck the Panthers right now. Denver's minus two and a half. Over-unders at, holy fuck, the over-unders at 35. Don't remember ever seeing a game that low. But, Nico, what do you got? Broncos minus two and a half. I don't, I don't know why. I, I don't know why. I just the, – the Panthers have a bottom 15 defense in the NFL. The Panthers struggled versus the Ravens. They put three points against the Ravens. And the Broncos do, I think, legitimately have the best defense in the league. This game's going to be 10 to 3 Broncos. That's, I, I just don't see the Pan- Baker's awful. Yep. They I can't agree. run the ball. No one can run the ball against the Broncos. Titans couldn't. No one can. And this game is just, just glue in my eyes. And I was like, dude, I, I told myself I'm not by the Broncos ever again. And this, this two and a half, man, uh, there's really not much to say. I mean, their offense is horrible, but it's got, it's got to get uh, – we keep saying it every week. It's got to get on track at some point. This may be the week they score over 20 points for the second time, and they're going to hold their opponents under 20. So there we go. Broncos minus two and a half. Let me, let me make this short. Let me make this sweet, Nick. I'm going to tell you, I think they win by a field goal. Like you said, this is a really shitty game. Uh, fuck the Panthers. Everyone knows I fucking hate the Panthers. For the fifth time this year, they lost me a massive parlay last year. Ever since then, I've been praying that the organization burns to the ground. Let's go Broncos. Minus two and a half. Give me. Yeah, a- I mean, I'm, I've, I'm, this is this is a time where teams are starting to play for draft picks. Panthers have the number two draft pick right now. They do not want to get. They do not want to win any game. They do not want to win any games. They want Bryce Young or they want C.J. Shroud. They do not want to win any more games. They are not going to win this game and the Broncos win. That's how I'm seeing it. Because the Texans have the number one pick already locked up. They've been playing it for it since week one. The Panthers are already the number two for have the number two pick right now, and they're not going to give it up. So hoping that I'm right with that, and I'm sadly taking the Broncos. This is an ugly ass game to bet on. I don't yeah. even know how you could even look at this game. This is I jeez, oh, the number is so low that I want to take the over, but. Like Nico said, I, I just don't know how this game is not 10 to 3, 6 to 3. This is just going to be like that Jets Patriots game, I think. But, um, I don't know. I think the winning side could be the Baker magic. Um, I'm just looking at their past two weeks. I know they beat the Falcons. I know that really wasn't much, uh, Baker, but even against the Ravens, uh, he kind of put up somewhat of a fight. I know it was an they ugly They had three ass- points. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess it was their defense. There was no fight given. There was three points. I guess they it was scored a, three points in Baltimore. I'll give them that. I just you give them what they scored three points. I just don't. I feel like betting they on the Broncos. Thirty-two rushing I, yards. I think you should be listening to yourself and not be betting on this fucking Broncos team. That's I don't know how you could put mo- any money on this Broncos team. You're it's, putting money on Kirk Cousins in prime time. What, 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 what are you doing then? <laughs> yeah, this this is gonna be a rough week. It is. That. It is a right. I guess. Hey, it could be one of those weeks where you're like, what the fuck, and it all goes our way. But yeah, I think- ew. I just. I just can't fathom just watching these Broncos win a game. They're just so bad. I don't know how. 
They lost well, to the Raiders. Watch and watch. watch look at the the Raiders. They lost to the Raiders. The, are the Raiders, are they a peewee football team right now? Like, what the hell? A big mashed potatoes and gravy guy. What the fuck? <laughs> this game's not on <laughs> Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving weekend. This game's on mashed. fucking Sunday. It's all right. <laughs> I'm also a Christian. That's all I got to say. Okay. Thanks, Chuck. <laughs> well, that's okay. I'm up next here. Okay. So I'm up next here. We have Baltimore. At Jacksonville, right now, Baltimore is minus four. Over-unders at 43 and a half, 44. Looks like that's moving a little. Not going to sugarcoat this one. I think the Ravens had a very piss-poor performance on Sunday against the Panthers. I think this is a game that they go out and put up so many fucking points, it is mind-boggling. I think the Ravens absolutely blow out the Jags at home. Nico, like you mentioned, this is it's getting time that, that the teams are separating. For a while there, people had some hope. In Jacksonville, not anymore. Jacksonville still sucks. Lamar Jackson is going to go out there and rub his nutsack all over that field in Duval. So all I know, Ravens minus four, book it right now. Nice I, I, just, I, I, I just don't know who, again, the whole, with the back, back to the Giants, like, I don't know who, who Lamar's going to throw the ball to. Like, this, this, that's, that's why, like, these, that's why they didn't put up points last week. He really doesn't have anyone to throw the ball to. And, but I mean, Jacksonville is mediocre versus the run. So read option is in heavy play here. Yep. I, I mean, I do like the, I, this was going to be my lock actually before. I mean, it was between this and the Broncos. I do think the Ravens cover, they do have a comeback game. So yeah, I mean, Ravens minus four. Yeah, no, this is another, to me, this is a whole tough week, but, um, as it has been just getting closer to the final end of the season, obviously it makes sense. Faders, Vegas is getting smart with their lines. Yeah, what scares me most about his Baltimore right now is just uh, the status of Ronnie Staley. Um, obviously left tackle. That's big. That's big for Lamar. So, um, if he's out, um, I'm scared that, uh, could create some, uh, unwanted pressure for Lamar. And just like Nico said, he has absolutely no weapons except for Mark Andrews. So obviously we expect a team just to heavy down on Mark Andrews and just may have someone else make plays, which, Hasn't really shown, uh, Duvernay, he was really quiet last week. And other people, like Isaiah Likely, he's, he was quiet. So until someone steps up on Baltimore, I don't know. I think the best thing, that spread number, I could see a Baltimore comeback, just like I could see a Vikings comeback. I think the number, the best number in this game is the over on, over under number at 44. Uh, Jacksonville has been scoring themselves. They put up 17 in Kansas City. They had 27 the week before, 17, 17, 27, 21, 38, 24. I expect them to put up numbers. Hey, if you guys think Ravens are going to uh, have a get-back game, um, might as well just take the over then as well at 44. That's a pretty low number. Yep. Um, I could see it. As it's rising, might as well just try to get it now then. Thank you very much. I'll take the over 44. <laughs> All right, Jockey, you're the last one. Obviously, you know, might be getting out of fade jock season here right now. I take that back. Right now, we have New Orleans <laughs> at San Francisco. San Fran is minus eight all across the board. Oh, I'm lying. Minus eight and a half in FanDuel and BetMGM. Over-under is at 42. Jockey, what do you got for us? Yeah, I snuck this one at eight, but I'd play it at eight and a half. I'd play it all the way to nine and a half. This is going to be an absolute barnstorm shit stomping. New Orleans is in trouble. I don't want to be insensitive because of the hurricanes down there, but it's going to look awfully familiar. It's going to be, (laughs) it's going to be ugly. It's going to be bad. It's going to be really fucking bad. There will be recovery stages and not having a first round pick doesn't help. 
they're going to get killed. They might lose by 21 to 24 if you want to get alternate. But it's going to be really bad. It's going to be very, very fucking bad. You got to trust me on this one. I've watched enough Saints football in my life to know that they will get killed. So you actually have not watched the Saints game. because I mean, they, they are putrid to watch. <laughs> and it's probably the only team I have not watched. Yeah, they, they, I mean, they're going to get fucking killed. I mean, I agree. They're going to get, dude, I feel bad for you. Seriously, I really, really feel bad for you. I'm I feel not bad joking. for myself. I, I, feel, I feel horrible for you. I feel bad for myself. I don't, I don't, I don't see them having a future. That's the issue. Sometimes you, when I look in nothing, the mirror, the mirror starts to crying. Look forward to. You have nothing to look forward to. Dude, I feel Jesus bad. Jesus Christ. I feel bad. That's it. I feel bad it's for you. It's tough. It's tough sometimes. I mean, yeah, they have no first-round pick. They have a shitty head coach. They have no quarterback. Is Nico wrong? Like, what the hell does the Aints have look forward to? Nothing. Since they're a fucking poor-ass franchise. And just like Charles, I fucking love this pick. Fuck the Aints. It will always be fuck the Aints. Oh, my God. Is this a group play? Because I'm all over the state here, too. How the hell do you continue to play Andy Dalton at quarterback? But the thing is, every other play isn't even him. You have Andy Dalton. Then you have Taysom Hill. Andy Dalton. Andy. Taysom Hill. Can't get anything going, yeah. They're not even playing the one motherfucker that should be playing that position. That's Jameis Winston. I feel bad for that motherfucker, but hey, I guess that's what he gets for joining that piss poor franchise. I think Sanford, I think this line will probably, this may, this line has a chance to get to double digits. That is because the Saints are that fucking bad that I don't know how anyone could put any money on them. Dennis Allen is a joke. He's a rat. That's all I have to do. He's just a rat. That's how I'm going to end it. Dennis Round. Dennis Allen is a fucking rat that should never have a head coaching position in the NFL again. All right, boys. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Jockey, take us out. Listen, Dennis. Dennis Allen's a rat. Turkey's <laughs> in the oven. Jameis Winston's on the sidelines, and the boys are drinking beers. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Action Network, at Clutch underscore Picks One. Happy Thanksgiving. Peace. The Clutch Picks crew is not to be held responsible or liable for a loss of money, injury, or harm.